people say like my wife is the sweetest, which mm-hmm. explains why we work so well together because I'm not. <laughs> but uh, yeah. she, she comes from a Church of Christ background, and she comes from up north. And when she came down here, we tried out a couple Churches of Christ. And the difference between Church of Christ in the South and the North is very, very profound. I, I won't go into mm-hmm. it, but it's just very different. And so she was expecting one thing, and it was a different thing. And she came down here, and there, we went into some kind of firebrand Church of Christ where it was just very legalistic, and the pastor started off his sermon by going on a rant against church picnics. Oh, my gosh. I'm not making that up. <laughs> and he's, he's wow. something to the effect of, and I tell you what, there ain't nothing in the Bible about church picnics, <laughs> and I'm sick about these Christians up in here talking about they need a church picnic when they just need some gospel. And right about that wow. time, she just looked at me. She said, I'm done. She just gets up and like walks out and I, I follow her. And this was like nine minutes into the into the service. She's passionate about church picnics, huh? I mean, you, you got to have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was I feel like I was just transported to that church and I was just living that situation. The The, the look of disdain in her eyes was just amazing because. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like what? <laughs> Whatever the Enneagram number for nice people is, I'm sure you can <laughs> I'm sure you can spin this in an Enneagram sense, but Of course I can. You people like sweet people like my wife, mm-hmm. very sweet up until the point where where you cross them, like Totally. And then it's just like yeah, that's it. It's Yeah. It it's over at that point for you. Yeah. It's like they'll they'll bend, they'll bend, they'll bend, but then when they finally break you're just you're just dead to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can relate to that. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of how do superheroes go to the bathroom? <laughs> yes, we were just talking about that. We were just very talking thing. about that. So we 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 have a few superhero topics to go into before we do a faith based movie. Right. Um. First of all, how do they go to the bathroom? Second of all, which which superheroes would you Perk City date? Mm-hmm. And third of all, which super, which male superheroes would make the best dads? Fascinating okay. topic right there. Yes. Um, but first of all, how do they go to the bathroom? Like, can we get that out of the way first? Well, it depends on the superhero, I guess. Because some of these like real tight suits that appear appear to have no zipper or any way out of them at all i i don't know they just have to hold it it's like male or female like you look at the you look at like the whole like pelvic area of the costume Mm -hmm. it's like one piece you know yeah it is you don't see like any i there's there's no openings there's no seams yeah i feel like part of all of their superpowers are just that they don't need to go to the bathroom when they're fighting crime okay but what about like batman who has no superheroes i mean has no super oh, superpowers. superpowers oh yeah that's a good question i don't know he might have to take a potty break every once in a while yeah, and like Superman and Wonder Woman, they they sort of had like the same sort of 
it's like an outer underwear that they wear almost. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yep. On top of the tights. So you're mm-hmm. looking at probably multiple layers that they would have to go yes. through. Because yeah. they've got like the outer uh, piece and then the tights underneath mm-hmm. that they would have to go through just, just to use the bathroom. Yeah. I feel like one person I'm confident has solved this problem is Tony Stark. Because he can just make some sort of like toilet technology in his suit. Yeah. That just like takes care of it. I'm sure he's done that. I feel like Ant-Man has got to be very careful, though. <laughs> Why is that? When, he, when it comes to using the bathroom, because when he's he's going back and forth in size, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you, you got to just got to be careful with that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Because mm-hmm, you got you got to shrink before you before you go to the bathroom, because then the mess is like very tiny. But if you try to go to the bathroom when you're huge, I mean, that's just rude. That would be horrible. Probably the guy that's got the easiest time would be Aquaman, because who's going to know? Like, if he just... Oh, totally. I mean, who's going to know? Like, if he just goes in the ocean. We all do it. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Aquaman's hair for a second while we're on Aquaman? Absolutely. No, we're not talking like the classic Aryan version of, of Aquaman in the <laughs> comics. The uh, the Jason Momoa version. Mm-hmm. What's up with his like frosted highlights? Is that is, is he frosting his tips like a youth pastor from 1998? <laughs> or is this just like a product of, of being in the ocean and like the sun bleaching it? You know, I really want to say that he is he is frosting his tips. That'd be beautiful if that was true. It would be beautiful. Like, it's just like the one thing that he does for self-care. It makes him feel good about himself. Is he doing it to impress Wonder Woman? Sure. I mean, if, you, if you're yeah. Wonder Woman, like, I, where, where are you going if you're Wonder Woman for a love interest in the Justice League? Oh, man. I mean... I just I love Wonder Woman so much and I'm so underwhelmed by everyone else in like the DC movies. So I just feel like she just needs to rock the single life. There's no one good enough for her. Wonder Woman is one of those like females that, you know, there's there's certain there's certain women that as a guy, if you just come out and say that they're that they're hot, you kind of on your own like other women Mm -hmm. will be like, ah, no. No, mm-hmm. but then there's then there's certain women that you can come out and say that they're physically attractive that like it's universal. Men and women will just say yes, yes she is. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman is one of those. I have to agree with you. Everybody thinks she is beautiful. She is beautiful. And even like the even not not just the the Gal Gadot version, but the, the previous one too. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. The the t the cheesy TV version. Yeah, she's definitely designed to be um, pleasing to the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this has been a previous topic, so I got to be careful here, so I don't come off too creepy. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to all the other creepy things we talk about on this podcast. Right. Okay, so but staying in the DC world, then okay. if taking Wonder Woman out of the equation, mm-hmm. subbing her. In, I mean, subbing her out, putting Perk City in in her place. 
gosh. Who would Perk City date in the Justice League? Oh, man. This is hard. Because I really am not nearly as into DC as I am in Marvel. But, okay. I feel like uh, Batman. I mean, you can't can't go wrong with Batman. And my only reason for saying that is because I loved the Dark Knight movies so much. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's my reason. <laughs> so we're we talking. Right, this is just about Christian Bale, then, right? I mean, he's fine. I just don't know any of the other like guys in DC as well as I do Batman. Mm. Superman's so. gonna be difficult. I mean, what do you what do you do with Superman? Right. You know he he's apparently immortal. Hmm. Um. He's used to being around stupid women because he hangs out with Lois Lane that yeah. can't tell that he's Superman because he puts on a pair right. of glasses. But yeah. I think he's he's got a type, and if you're intelligent, you're not that type. So. Yeah. I agree with that. And Aquaman, where are you going to live? Like, you know, the, the, the ultimate, you know, your place or my place kind of thing of... Right. Like, is he going to live on dry land or are you going to live underwater? It's just one of you is going to have to commit to some serious change in that relationship. I would love to live underwater if it were possible. Like, if that could be possible, I'd change my answer to Aquaman. Because mm. that sounds fun. Are you a fan of all the tattoos Aquaman has? Heck yeah. <laughs> That's a, there's no hesitation in that answer. No. Are you kidding me? I live in the land flowing with tattoo ink. That's true. I guess in the Northwest you do. You see, I see a lot of tattoos in Alabama, but it's it's probably very different tattoos than what you see. Mm-hmm. You probably see a lot of like tribal tattoos. I don't know. I see everything. Just all the tattoos. Mm. You probably don't see a lot of University of Alabama insignia tattoos no i don't no i see a lot of those yeah a lot lot of american flags and eagles and oh that's not my favorite (laughs) a lot of uh a lot of uh mom tattoos oh like it just says mom and has like a heart yeah, or like a uh, like a date that somebody passed away, and mm-hmm. a little script that says "gone but not forgotten" or something. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, anybody in Marvel you want to throw in there before we move on? Oh, we got to do this. Who would be a good dad? Yeah. Go, but go ahead. What about Marvel? Who would you? Is there anybody in Marvel that you would date above Batman? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, multiple. Yes. Uh, Thor, obviously. Like, he's my number one. Um, Black Panther, Captain America. Um, who else? I feel like Captain America with the beard was sort of the, the female equivalent of Wonder Woman. And that it was just... <laughs> so many women were like, oh, with the beard, Captain America. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, beards aren't my thing necessarily, but either way, I mean, either way, I'd be fine with dating him. It's a good change of pace. It's <laughs> yes. It's a good, oh, this guy, he's got a little edge today. <laughs> I see, I see that beard, Captain America. Yeah, they just randomly changed things, like um, Black Widow has blonde hair all of a sudden for no reason, but that's fine. Not a huge fan of Black Widow. I'm not either. I'm like, why is she there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's not my favorite. Yeah. Probably my favorite scene in the Marvel, and and I'm not as devoted to Marvel as I am to DC, but probably my favorite scene in the Marvel movies is the elevator scene with Captain America. Mm, yeah, that's a good that's just, one. That's just a really fun scene. Yeah, it is. Oh, I love Marvel movies so much. Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? Uh, I've not. I've seen like a third of it. I've not, I haven't seen. Oh my gosh. It's on Netflix. Do you have Netflix? No, I do not have Netflix. Oh man, oh it's so good. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I am really. This comes as a shock to you. I am extremely lame <laughs> with things like this. That's okay. We all have different priorities, you know. Yeah. Okay, so I guess you could sort of look at this too, of like which which superhero would, would be the best like breeding stock. Mm-hmm. But let's you know, the difference between who would I want to date and like who would I want as a as a father to my children. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about which superheroes would be the best fathers. Um, I'm just going to say Batman would be a horrible father. <laughs> as much as I love Batman, he's yeah, I think clearly right. got father issues from his own. Yeah, he has issues. Um, yeah. Too married to the uh, bachelor life. He's got attachment issues from both parents dying. Like he just does not, he's not in touch with his emotions at all. Um, which you gotta, you gotta be a little in touch with your emotions to be a good dad. Totally. You don't have to be a blubbering pile of, of goo, but I mean, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta at least be in, you gotta at least know they're there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Superman, you can't you can't put Superman in there. Um, it's it's really kind of a short list when you're talking about like who would be a good dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Tony Stark could be a passable dad, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure about him. I mean, I'd, I'd put him higher than some of the others, but you know who is good? Who's that? It's um, Hawkeye. Yeah, I, I'm putting. He him is there. a dad. So he has to be a good dad. The 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 whole like timeline thing of you know he's not from this time period, but I might put Captain America in there. I mean, oh yeah, he's 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 gonna he's gonna he's gonna come up empty on a lot of things, but I mean he'll be there for you, kid. He like, screams, Dad! Actually, like he gets after the other Avengers for swearing. Like he just—he's a dad. Uh, yeah, I feel like in some ways the Incredible Hulk is. I mean, is that not like a metaphor for like all dads though? Of you know, he's calm, he's calm, he's calm, but you leave the front door open one too many times, <laughs> and he's just gonna get crabby. 
Yeah, but he he does more than get crabby. He smashes things. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. I would hope not a metaphor for all dads, but there's also the thing of Hulk can't have kids. I don't remember why, but he can't. So... <laughs> I don't know that he'd be a good dad. Mm. Yeah. Right, so you we're looking at Captain America as maybe the best dad. Yeah. He'd probably be the best dad. I feel like he'd be a worrier. He'd, he'd worry a lot. Mm-hmm. He'd be the one calling you like at two minutes past curfew. Like, where are you? And be like, dad, I'm, I'm in the driveway. I'm just I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sitting in the driveway right now. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. And he's going to be the kind of dad who, if he has daughters... And they're, like, bringing boys home. Like, he's bringing out the shield and just casually setting it in front of them. and But also threatening them. <laughs> hey, can I tell you about the guy that was doing a, uh, from, from our, can I tell you about the guy that was uh, taking pictures of his girlfriend while we were at the waterfall? Yes. Yes. He, okay, backstory. We did like a little mini vacation, my family and I. We went to a, a waterfall. And when we got there, there was like a, a guy doing like a bikini photo shoot with his girlfriend at the waterfall. Super awkward, but you know, whatever. And like as soon as we got there, like he came up and started talking to me. And it was really kind of weird. And he like he saw that I had three girls and he just kept saying like weird stuff like, oh, got to get a shotgun. Got to get a shotgun in a couple years. <laughs> No. He's like, oh, you're just going to start bringing, bringing boys home. Yo, got to get a camo ball cap. So you scare some of these oh boys away. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And it was just made like even a little weirder because he was like significantly older than uh, his, his girlfriend that he was photographing. Yeah. So it's just a little weird. Like I'm, I'm not trying to what? shame anybody yeah. for taking pictures. I but. am. <laughs> It's a little weird. I am trying to shame him for, first of all, that is really creepy for him to talk about your daughters like that. Like, just because you're a predator and dating someone that's like 15 years younger than you doesn't mean everybody else will. And coming in hot. I know. I feel passionately about this. I don't like. Yeah. Uh, I'm working that into my faith-based movie pitch then. Just, <laughs> just just, to antagonize you. Okay, great. Just to antagonize you. Yeah, I mean, what do you, like, I, like, my go-to thing is, like, when somebody's like, oh, got to get a, you know, got to get a baseball bat to beat the boys away. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't get offended. Like, people just are trying to make conversation, whatever. Yeah. But, like, my, my whole, like, my, my usual reply is, like, well, you know, I'm just trying to put my work in early. You know, I'm just, you know, if you put yeah. your work in early, you know, you won't have to worry so much about what happens when they're totally. 16. Yeah, that's what I think, too. And, and But like, like, he totally wasn't having that. He was like, no, nah, no, they won't. They still won't listen to you when you're 16. I was like, oh, okay. So uh, you, you have a type that you look for. <laughs> total. Absolutely. Yeah. You said that he looked significantly older than his girlfriend. So he is... His type is probably like younger, like thirsty for attention, um, 
maybe slightly vulnerable in some way emotionally women because he can offer them this power and status and maybe money. I don't know. I'm assuming a lot of things. <laughs> but, and they can offer him like being a trophy girlfriend. And it's it's gross and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, there's there's really not a lot you, you can say. Like when, as, as a dad of, of daughters and somebody says something like that to you. Because it's not... You know, you don't want to have like a double standard of, you know, you don't want to be dreading your, your daughter's dating in a way that mm-hmm. you wouldn't dread your sons today. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. But at the same time, too, like, you know, I, I think if you if you invest while they're while they're young, you know, a lot of those worries will sort of take care of themselves because if, if you invest in your daughters and build them up while they're young, mm-hmm. maybe they won't wind up with the wrong guy quite so exactly easily. yeah they won't be preyed upon by gross older men who are looking for women with daddy issues <laughs> well that's that's a that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> I, was, I was trying to tiptoe around it thank you uh-huh. for, thank you for yeah. just knocking that one out of the park that's what i'm here for what she's here for okay so <laughs> I think what we decided to do is we were going to pick a, we we're going to throw out a title for a faith-based movie mm-hmm. and then we would separately come up with a plot for the faith-based movie. And okay. this was instantly ruined uh, <laughs> by Casey because I made the mistake of, of posting the, the title of our faith-based movie in the Fun Sexy Bible Time group chat instead of sending mm-hmm. it to you privately <laughs> and yeah. within about 10 seconds of me posting it in the in the uh in the group chat she had banged out a definitely r-rated premise <laughs> yeah for this movie and it was most likely going to be funnier than anything we will come up with right now mm-hmm. but i'm I, I don't the problem is I definitely don't want you to have to read it, and I really no. don't want to read it to you either. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Casey. You can read it yourself when you're on here next. <laughs> well, we'll let Casey come come on the show and, and retroactively pitch her version, her R-rated version of yeah. the, the film Brother's Keeper. Yeah, because people really should hear it, but it should come from her. Yeah, well, it's it's probably not a, a spoiler alert to say that it involves body parts. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So, uh, yeah, Casey, you, that's your uh, that's your obligation now. You got to come back on the show and pitch yeah. your R-rated faith-based movie, Brothers Keeper. Yep. In the meantime, Brothers Keeper. And this, I feel like this could maybe be a, a Pure Flix movie. I get Pure mm-hmm. Flix friggin' commercials all the time. I do too. On YouTube. It's like YouTube yes. has figured out that I'm their target audience. And yeah. they just send it to me like all the time. I actually, I only get them when I'm at work on uh-huh. YouTube because I, I work at a Christian ministry. So like everything I do online at work is like Christian related. But I don't get them at home. <laughs> Did you have you seen like the latest one that they're 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 pitching now? It's like when the like it's like an like a a really like inconceivably hot Amish girl <laughs> and a really inconceivably hot Amish guy. Have you seen that one? 
Uh, I might have. They're so long. I honestly don't watch them all the way through. They so. really are. Like the pre, like the trailers are like five minutes long. They are. Yeah. Yeah. The the latest one I saw, it it was like a really long trailer, but it was like a really hot Amish girl, like a really hot Amish guy. <laughs> and it, you can kind of, uh, that you can probably piece together the entire movie just from that, from what I said of. Like she's she's like having to figure out if she's gonna leave like mm. the Amish community, and there's like a city guy that comes into the picture, and there always is. They basically just recreated the plot of the movie Sweet Home Alabama, mm-hmm. and uh, just sort of threw it like on a uh, like in an Amish community. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, sounds great. I'll definitely be watching that. But the the Amish guy cracks me up because he's he's like a like a he's jacked. I mean he is like a <laughs> like a muscle bound guy with like long blonde hair and perfect teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she As is, you would expect from an Amish man. <laughs> yeah, and she is like a solid nine, nine and a half, perfect face, perfect teeth, blonde hair. Like no, like no, I mean, no imperfections at all. It's like, oh, okay. what's the movie called? I can't remember. It, it was like a really weird long title too. I remember that. Like it was like, I, it got to the end. I was like, really? Like that's the name? It's like a. It didn't make any sense. Love finds you in charm. Yes, that's the one. That looks like it is. They look Amish in the little picture I'm looking at. <laughs> 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 there's, there's a scene in the uh, in the trailer that cracked me up where he's like chopping wood or something, and mm-hmm. he's just jack. I mean, he's like just killing this wood, and of course he starts sweating, and then he like pulls his shirt up to like wipe his face, and you see like just like a tiny bit, like of his of his abdomen. Yeah, and it's just like washboard abs, as all Amish guys have. You are really selling this trailer to me. Like I'm gonna have to watch it now. <laughs> and then it then it cuts to the Amish girl, and she's like eye sexing him and it's like she comes to and is like oh oh and like looks I have away to repent. Like, she's she's clearly flustered she she flusters herself and like looks away of like oh how i can't believe i was looking at a man's stomach wow that is so sinful it really is yeah shout out to pure flicks <laughs> yeah Okay, so Brothers Keeper. Let's set the stage here. This is this is a faith-based movie set at a at a generic uh, large state school, state university. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, female protagonist, J.C. Snow. <laughs> okay. Beautiful, beautiful type A. Per- You'll have to enneagram her, but she's a type A personality. One Sen- senior in college. Blonde mm-hmm. hair, blue eyes, very put together, comes from an affluent family, devoted Christian, pastor's kid. She is single, and all of her friends are, are, are meeting people, going for the MRS degree. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I, you can't, you don't see too much of that <laughs> at a state school. So they're uh, yeah. I was gonna say they're that's a, they're that's finding husbands there. Yeah, that's a Christian college phenomenon. I, I take that back. Yeah, yeah. So, so Liberty University. Yeah. So they're like, 
her friends are, are partying and some of them have boyfriends and they're all kind of going, doing their own thing. She's single, throwing herself into her studies. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really, there's, there's, there's no men in the picture for her, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a faith-based movie. So, you know, romance is right around the corner. Oh yeah. All right. So male protagonist, Lucas Channing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna make an age difference here just just to just to consternate you we'll say right. she's like she's 22 we'll say he's like 33 oh gosh okay. so it's like sort of conceivable but also like a little like it gives you pause a little much it yeah gives you pause yes lucas channing dark stubble his hair is tussled he's very he's he's, he wears like lumberjack shirts Mm -hmm. does he have tattoos he he has uh yeah he's got a tattoo he looks a lot like the guys from for king and country okay and he might actually be played by one of them we'll get to that in casting okay all right he he works at a at a party store on the edge of campus a Mm -hmm. seedy party store On the the edge of campus. He works like the graveyard shift. Okay. So here's here's where they connect, though. Here's where they connect. They have a class together. Oh, he's he's an undergrad? He's an undergrad. (laughs) Okay. And so this is like a mystery to J.C. Snow (laughs) of like why this 30-something-year-old guy is working at the party store and is in the same senior-level class that she is. That is a mystery. So to make a long story short, she finds out he's he's like been in school for a long time and is doing like a class a semester, two classes a semester, and he's just now finishing up. So she's thinking, why is it taking him so long? Why is he why is he not getting any traction? Why is he why is it taking him so long? So she's a social sciences student. She's working mm-hmm. she's working with uh, developmentally disabled people. Oh, an angel. An angel. So right off the bat, you know that she's she's got a heart of gold. Yep. <clears throat> so she's working with a, a lot of people who have like Down syndrome, and she works at like a uh, a place like where they like a vocational center for people with Down mm-hmm. syndrome. And one day, like she's with them in the afternoons as their families come to get them to take them home. And one day she's there with one guy. With Down syndrome, and the guy that comes in to get him is Lucas Channing. Oh, of course it is. And she pieces it together that he takes care of his disabled brother, mm-hmm. and that's why it's taken him ten years to finish college. Yeah, she swoons. Mm-hmm. So what? what do you but th- is he is he a Christian? Yes. But he's an, oh, he he's an edgy Christian, though. He's, he's an edgy... Okay. Because yeah. he works at a party store. Yeah. He's Whatever like an, that is. He's like an emergent Hillsong-y type Christian. Okay. And she's like a strict Southern Baptist. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is complicated on many levels for her. So she gets to know... Uh, she gets to know the his brother with Down syndrome. We'll call him Joey. Mm-hmm. And Joey is always drawing her pictures, uh, drawing her pictures of, 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 of rivers. And there's always like a, 
he's always talking about he has a thing about rivers of like he's always talking about my brother's gonna take me to the river blah 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 blah. always rivers and are you ready for the plot twist here i don't want to spoil anything for you okay about halfway through the movie joey dies oh wow joey dies i did not see that coming the the down syndrome brother dies and at that point jc snow is dealing with a lot of like a lot of conflicting emotions now she's heartbroken she wants to be there for lucas but she's also wondering like is this the missing like is this the final roadblock to their relationship that's been removed Mm -hmm. like now is like since he doesn't have to take care of his brother anymore is he going to be available for a relationship Oh wow! She's That's asking very questions. Selfish. She's asking <laughs> questions to herself. For <laughs> okay, but she can't find Lucas. Lucas disappears, mm-hmm. and so then there's a period of, of of her searching for Lucas, and then she goes back to her office in the vocational center, and she's just sitting there, and all of a sudden she looks up and she sees all these pictures that Joey drew for her of of the river, mm-hmm. and she realizes she knows where to find Lucas. She's going to oh. go find him at the river. Oh, that's good. So then there's like an emotional climax of the movie where she goes off and like finds this this picturesque river. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I mean, maybe you can fill in the blanks here. Like, what is, what is Lucas doing at the river? Is, is he building like a cabin at the river? <laughs> he's just crying and he's just he's just trying to figure out his life because he, too, has feelings for jc snow (laughs) and so now he'll he feels very complicated because he's grieving the death of his brother who he's just spent his whole life taking care of and so he just feels like he doesn't he's not in the right place to be in a relationship but she's so unlike any other girl he's ever known and she, he feels like she has feelings for him, too. But they also come from different backgrounds, and they're so different. And so he's just trying to figure out what he wants to do. And then there she goes. <laughs> also, there's a, there's a seedy college professor orbiting around <laughs> J.C. Snow. <laughs> like, like, um. a, like, a, or like a 35-year-old like PhD student that teaches uh-huh. classes and he's like trying to trying to get jc snow to like leave with him to the big city there's some kind of position open like some kind of research fellowship in, oh, in the yeah. big city yeah like trying to pull her away because yeah. she's so talented and driven and she's going places yes yeah yes. and he's he's in her ear like whispering he's planting the seeds mm-hmm. of like you, you you can't you can't stay here in this college town, JC. You, you You're got too your, good for this place. You got your whole career in front of you. Yeah, that's good. And you can tell this guy's totally. He's he's trying to get her. He's not a Christian. He's trying to get her to 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 compromise her beliefs. Mm, yes. And there's like a scene where he like takes her to like a uh a, a, like a dive bar on campus and is trying to get her <laughs> drunk. <laughs> okay. Maybe even a wow. confrontation. Maybe even a confrontation between Lucas and the and the CD professor. Sleazy. I, sleazy oh professor. yeah. Yep. He barges in. He while that's happening, and he punches the guy. Yeah, and you know, uh, and you, you know the guy. You know Lucas is just gonna 
is just going to kick his butt. Like, there's no way. Oh, yeah. Lucas is like a lumberjack. He is. He's like the Amish guy who was chopping wood. I could. I, there might be a scene of Lucas chopping wood at the river as he's building a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how, he, that's how he does his thinking, is he just chops wood. <laughs> yeah, so like a... Uh, like a beefcake shot of Lucas Channing chopping wood at the river. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing. Nothing too outrageous. Maybe he. Maybe he's taken off his lumberjack shirt and he's got like a wife beater on underneath it with suspenders. Yeah. And he's just sweatily chopping wood at the river, and it's like a it's like a metaphor for like him chopping down JC's defenses. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is a this is art, Matthew. <laughs> okay, so we this could definitely art. we could definitely get one of the guys from King and Country to play uh to play Lucas Channing. Absolutely. Uh I'm not sure who we would get to play um JC. Um I think get Lauren Daigle to play her. Lauren Daigle could oh, play her yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that's actually perfect. She could, she's still young enough. Like she could she could pull off yeah. a, a, a college senior. Yeah, I was thinking like a Reese Witherspoon type, but she's like too old to play a college senior now, probably. Yeah, yeah, it'd be Lauren Daigle. Like that that'd be yeah. perfect. Totally, and just like a really bad looking like blonde wig. She's not even gonna dye her hair for this movie. She's just gonna wear a wig. So who would be the who would be the sleazy professor? Oh, um. It wouldn't have to be like a like a Christian actor or actress. It could be somebody, you know, because a lot of these faith movies, faith based movies, they've got the one like Hollywood actor that comes in to pick up a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very offended that you said Jeff Goldblum was a B-list actor in the last episode. Well, I mean, he's not going to headline a movie in 2018. I mean, he's a supporting actor. He could if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is a star. Um, okay, a creepy assistant professor. We're talking somebody like in the... like He's like 35. Mm-hmm. He's got... Um, like a like a mock turtleneck, <laughs> and we're talking like uh, Apple Watch, hipster glasses. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe my mind is stuck on like um, superheroes, but maybe like Andrew Garfield or something. Oh gosh, that because <laughs> <laughs> he's like good. he could be good. like a skinny nerdy guy, but he's also attractive. Yeah, he's like a, like disarmingly attractive. Yes, and, but and, he could play a jerk if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah that that's good. That's good. Yeah. Wow, what a movie! I also feel like there's got to be a scene where she has to know, like J.C. Snow has to know somehow that he works at the party store because it yeah. wouldn't just be enough for her to see him in class. She's got to know that he's got like a side job yeah. that that's there's not gonna, very glamorous. Yeah, there's going to be some really contrived storyline of how she goes into the party store somehow like she sees like people are a group of drunk girls are going in there as they do. And 
uh, a creepy guy is like kind of following the group and like starts to like hit on one of them or something. And she sees it happening and intervenes and follows them in there. That's the only reason why she would ever go in there. It's got to like somehow show his, his character too, but not like in a, like in a soupy, like not like in a, a sappy way. It's, it's mm-hmm. got, he's, he's definitely got some like, some Han Solo in him where he's just, he's, he's, he's a good guy, but he's, he's kind of a jerk too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He's almost like an anti-hero. Yeah. Well, he's the, he's just the guy who you think is a jerk and then he sort of turns out to not be a jerk. And that's why she's like, she's so startled when he shows up at the vocation center to pick up his brother mm-hmm. with Down syndrome, because then she realizes that like, oh, like this guy is actually got like a really soft side because he's really tender with his brother and he's like mm-hmm. holding his brother's hand. Um, yeah. You know, which is, you know, I, I have, you know, a relative with Down syndrome and you, that happens a lot. Like they like to hold hands. Mm-hmm. And so he's like holding his brother's hand and she's like, oh. And then there's like an overcorrection where she's like trying to be like super helpful. And he's like, no, 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 I got it. I know, <laughs> I know how to do this. Oh, my gosh. And then at the end of the movie, they end up getting married, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know it's like the perfect Christian movie because I I hate every dynamic between all the characters and I hate how it ends. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little bit of a curveball. I think J.C. Snow's strict Southern Baptist pastor father, she's going to mm. expect that he disapproves of Lucas Channing. I think he he surprises her and he actually approves of Lucas Channing. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think there's like a scene where they're on like Lucas and JC are on the outs and like she goes to her dad to kind of like okay dad just tell me to break up with this guy like I just I need you to trash this guy for me. And like mm-hmm. she goes in there and he's actually like surprises her by being like dropping some dad wisdom on her. Oh yeah. Oh, there are tears in the audience as people are watching this scene. Yeah, maybe maybe her dad gives like this the speech of like you can tell a lot about a man of like how he treats the most helpless people in his life. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, if you and if you're very tender with your relative who has Down syndrome, that's probably a good indicator of you know you might you might be good breeding stock. Yeah. So that, go that, that get married quote. and breed. That quote taken out of context <laughs> is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was a journey. I that, I wish I had like a more profitable skill in my life than, <laughs> than world building faith based movies. I mean, just go into that industry. You'll be great. Because like every three days, I one of these just sort of comes to me of like, oh, that would be a Pure Flix film. Mm-hmm. And then I can just sit there and build it out with, with really no effort at all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just capitalize on that skill. <laughs> okay. So Enneagram, the characters for me real quick before we got to go. Okay. So, uh, J.C. Snow is a one, obviously. The the reformer, the perfectionist, the improver. 
Um, she is very driven. She's very perfectionistic. She wants to be good. This is why she's not wasting away her college years going after boys. She's studying. Um, so, yeah, she's a classic one. J- uh, what's his name? Lucas? Yeah. Lucas Channing. He's a four because he is an angsty, withdrawn uh, person who you don't really know. You don't really know what's going on with him until you get to know him. And then you realize how deep and emotional he is. Um, and let's see. There are really only three characters. <laughs> in this that works. <laughs> so uh, Andrew Garfield character. I already, did we give him a name? No, we didn't give him a name. What would it be? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what what, what was sleazy professor name? Um, uh, Chad. Oh, I was just thinking about Chad. <laughs> yeah, Chad so, Fleming. Chad Fleming. Chad Fleming. He's a three. He's just all he cares about is succeeding. He sees all of the potential in this young girl and he's just like man like he's like trying to get her to reach her full potential because he thinks that he can just like take her under his wing and I think he's just trying to bang her can we say that (laughs) okay (laughs) okay well I'm trying to Enneagram here so but yeah still a three nonetheless (laughs) yep So there you go. There we go. Our two greatest skills. 